I read once that only 95% of Christians ever share the gospel to the point that they lead another person to Jesus. So the why we do it is because you as a group and we as an organization have recognized the greatest mission field in America. Think about it, what you do, it matters. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Welcome everybody to the podcast. My name is Steve Cherico and I am with my frenemy, Brad Schelling. What's going on, Cherico? <laughs> Just here to be a blessing, buddy. Just here yes, to be a yes, blessing. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I'm going to keep looking at the camera. Please do. Man, we are so glad that you are back with us on the pack up on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Brad, catch us up. Where have we been? Where are we going? We have been at the First Party Fall Conference. Which was, by the way, excellent. Amazing. Well done to you and your team. Uh, yeah, and you're part of that as well. So, I was yeah, not it was, on the uh, team. I was just there. It was a good three days uh, to be with um, the First Party team uh, from around the country. Uh, we talk about it being about relationship and one after the other. I got lots of phone calls, um, mostly Thursday and Friday uh, after the after we got back, just saying, hey, thanks. This was amazing, highly relational, great networking time, both um, programmed networking time and the fact that we were just all there together, networking time, people going out afterwards, walking the stockyards Tuesday afternoon. It was It was good. Throwing discs in some of the most amazing parks in Fort Worth. Who did that? Some of us did. Really? So I will say, um, because there's not going to be a podcast played, right, or a talk played on the podcast, one of the best moments was John Carruth leading mm. a, and who was with John? There was a secondary person Sandy. with him. Sean and Sandy. Sorry, Sandy, that wasn't on purpose. So John, John, John and Sandy leading mm -hmm. um, that those four questions. Yeah. I think by far that was the best moment for our team to take the historically uh, long-term first party people and mm -hmm. putting them with a lot of the newbies yep. and letting mm -hmm. them interact. Yeah, that was good. And that was, well, not surprising to all of us, but when you have everybody who had never been to the conference before go up and you have 15 people standing up there uh, as their first time at the conference, doesn't mean they're in their first year of yeah. first priority, but it's the first, the first conference, conference they had attended. And uh, that was a pretty cool moment to see everybody introduce themselves and and be a part of that. So that was a good moment too. I agree. There were some faces missing. If you mm -hmm. listened to this and you weren't able to make it, you were mm -hmm. missed. Yep. We talked about you a lot. Yep. Good and bad and ugly. Mostly bad, <laughs> but that's okay. Exactly. Mostly because they weren't there. Exactly. Not because that's we had point. any personal that's issues with them. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yep. I'm not going to start naming names. No, you should <laughs> Tim Barton. Uh, sorry. Smook. Did that happen? Emory Minton. Out loud? Are we, are we going through the Most list? Most of the Birmingham team? <laughs> anyway. Um, no, because Debbie was there. Debbie was she there. is the Birmingham team. She is the Birmingham not team. Not anymore. She's got helpers. She's got a good team. All right. Yeah. So we are going to jump a little bit into some conference content. Yes. Tell me a little bit about where we're going this morning. Well, part of the relationship, uh, that's what I want to continue to focus on, is uh, we're going to focus on the Monday night session, oh, good. which was led. We, had, we gave four of our board members 10 minutes on Monday night. And so uh, both to introduce themselves, talk about who they are. So you're going to hear a little testimony uh, among there, um, a little bantering, much like you and I do, yep. talking about, hey, 
you know, Mike and Leon have been around First Priority since the 90s, I believe. Long time. Long time. And, you know, Carrie's been around now for 10, 12 years. Kevin's been here for three. You know, so we've got both of those things happening even on our board. Um, but I want the people who listen to our podcast to get to know our board and their hearts, the people who um, you and I submit to as our authority with First Party of America. And so that uh, relationally, you can maybe catch that vision as well of the big picture. And and uh, yeah, there are a lot of different personalities. You're going to hear that on there. So uh, today on the podcast, you're going to hear from Kerry Brown, who is our current board chairman. Um, he's been our board chairman for three or four years now. And just a good dude. Oh, yeah. Just laid back. Um, loves the Lord. Loves the Lord from Midland, Texas. Um, just phenomenal leader. Pays attention to detail. Yeah. Um, I was, I've always been impressed with Kerry, uh, but I was super impressed when he became our board chair and started yeah. walking hand in hand with Mark and, and leading the organization. You're also going to hear from Mike Roberts, um, who, yeah, when he walks up to you and stands face to face with you, um, shaking your hand, um, you truly feel the love that he has for you as a person and for First Priority as a ministry um, and just humbled to be around him as well. Yeah, Mike calls uh, his son Brian my mm -hmm. other brother. Mm. So for some, you've reason, been adopted. I've been I've been half adopted, semi adopted, sort of adopted. You've been adopted multiple times. Yes, now. I have. And Mike is an unbelievable human being as well. Mm -hmm. So two yep. two just onions that are just great human beings. It'll be here, fun to hear from. Yep. Well, now that we've introduced them, let's uh, jump into their talk, and then we can talk about uh, you know maybe what we learned afterwards. Let's do it. Okay. I'm excited. Our national board is here. We're represented. We have a great representation of that. They're going to come and take a few moments, a few of them, and just share with you tonight uh, from their heart and where they're at and really hopefully encourage and inspire you. Uh, I'm going to introduce the first one, which is Mr. Kerry Brown. If you care, if you'd like to come on up. Kerry is our national board chairman. Kerry's also out in Midland, Texas, Permian Basin with Shane and Natalie. So he's out there. Kerry and I have been a together for a long time. He's been a part of First Priority for a number of years and taken over the board chair role over the last few years and really we've seen a lot of uh, great things through his leadership. But uh, Kerry's going to introduce the next guy and we're kind of just going to roll like that for the next few minutes. Kerry Brown. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. And, uh, and you know, I, I've been praying about what do I talk to you guys about and I'll just tell you what God's been telling me is just remind them how important they are and how they're heroes in the kingdom. And uh, in our world, we celebrate a lot of things. Uh, we celebrate fast people, good-looking people, and rich people. Um, but that's not the way God looks at this world. He looks at this world of who's doing my work and who's storing up that treasure in heaven that can never go away. And I'm looking at a room that I'm very, very intimidated. I don't get in a lot of rooms where I'm super intimidated. This one, I am very intimidated uh, because you guys are storing up treasure in heaven. And um, you are my heroes. And uh, I feel very humble to be in your presence. Um, so uh, when I think about uh, what should I say to you, that's the most, if you hear nothing else, just hear that. Um, Mark asked me to talk a little bit about why do I 
uh, do what I do. I, I, I took a company public years ago, and, and when I was raising kids, my kids are now out of the house, I made the conscious decision I wouldn't be on any boards because I'm, I got enough going out with what I did in work-wise that I didn't have a lot left for boards. But Mark asked me to be on this one, I thought, all right, and I think that's what God was telling me. Okay, this is important, and uh, this isn't about me. This is about what God's doing and and uh, what he needs to do. So what did I see? Why did I say, okay, I'll serve in this one? Um, one, I had just been reading the Wall Street Journal, and in that uh, article it said 77% of kids in America today are growing up in non-traditional houses. And uh, I've, I've been very blessed. I have a dad who's followed Jesus. I've had a mom who's followed Jesus. I was raised in a house of Jesus followers. I don't, I can't go far enough back in my family that I know where somebody told our family about Jesus. So I'm just richly blessed by that. And, and the, the burden on my heart was, who's going to tell those kids about Jesus? And... As I got to studying a little bit more, and Mark shows me, hey, they're not in the church building, and we know that. And then when, we, when I saw, hey, here's a, here's a place we can actually go tell those kids about a God who loves them and a Jesus who died for them. And we can actually do that on scale. I've seen some things, you know, I'm, I look at ministries often, but not very often do I see ministries that if we just keep kind of knocking on that flywheel, I can see a day, and I'm praying for the day, that every kid in my country gets to hear about Jesus from somebody that they love. And uh, so that was worth getting on a board for. That was worth kind of jumping in there and saying, hey, let's, let's do this. And, and, and so that's really what I think, I, I think, uh, I, I get guys to come see me about politics all the time, and it, I, I think it matters, but I don't know that God really cares whether it's red guys or blue guys. Uh, but he does care if it's my guys. And you guys going in and telling and, and being a part of what Jesus is doing uh, is changing eternity, and it's going to change our country. Um, so I'm encouraged that this room, it, it was amazing how many of you guys are first timers and uh and what well, the way god is is opening up and blessing there's some things that uh it's fun to for me to see i get to see some of what's happening on a national level i don't know if you guys you will see if you haven't uh a, a campaign where it's called he gets us where uh there's some people that are trying to to, to plow the soil so that when you guys are talking to somebody about Jesus, they, they see Jesus and not whatever church might have harmed them or not whatever Christian might have harmed them, but they're trying to put that picture back on Jesus. And so I'm excited about what God's doing. I'm excited about uh, being here with you guys. I'm so grateful uh, that, Mark, you're on the mend because you're one of my heroes. And... Uh, the way you faithfully walked out, what God's calling you to do is uh, an inspiration. And there, there are many, many people who are going to be in heaven because of what you're doing. And, and Mark's the one I know. I get to see Shane. And, and I was thinking about you today, Shane, of, you know, 
if Jesus were pulling together a group of people, you know, would he pick Shane? And I thought, well, he started with fishermen. Roofers aren't bad, right? That's pretty good, huh? <laughs> but Shane's changing the culture, and he's changing lives. And, and uh, so thanks for what you and Natalie are doing. I know you guys love those kids, and um, I, I view the National uh, Support Center, We like I think that's what we're calling it, as kind of the offensive line, and you guys are the star quarterbacks and the receivers, and y'all are doing that work out there. So... Um, I, I just I can't tell you how encouraging it is, and and I, I know this world may not. If you just look around, you may not say, "Hey, I'm the richest guy in the room," but you guys are the richest guys in the room because you're putting up that eternal treasure, and uh, and so I'm humbled by that and want to be a part of that. I want to be in the same line as Shane and Natalie when we get up there, and I want to be. I was a part of their team, and I, I probably want to leave you with just that I believe that if all of us will just listen to the Holy Spirit and do the next right thing, God's going to change this world. And from my seat as a business guy, I'm looking for what you guys are doing. I'm looking, where can I be a part of God changing this world? And sometimes it might be intimidating to come into my office, or and I'm, I represent people Walk in there boldly. You have what they want. They're lonely. They're, they know that money doesn't matter, that it's not going to bring them all the things. Now, the world may tell them that, but they really want to be a part of something that's eternal. And you guys are part of something that's eternal. So be bold. When you walk in there, don't walk in there like they're the rich guy, and I'm coming in to ask him for some money. You're the rich guy. You've got all that treasure stored up in heaven. You get to let him actually participate or her participate with you in storing up treasure in heaven. So go bold. Go, but don't trust God's got for you. So that's what I'll leave you. Uh, I'm very honored. Mike uh, Roberts, come on up, Mike, uh, has been. I don't know that Mike was the original board, but he was early on it, and he's been a steady at the plow and uh, been here a while. So, Mike, share with us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Carrie took a lot of my thunder. I've been upset at my stomach all day long because I am talking to my heroes. Some of you have I've known for many, many, many years. I want you to do something for me. We've already had some participation, and I know you like to participate. So we're going to do four things to participate. How many of you came to Jesus before you graduated high school? Stand up. Look around and see those of us, and I'm sitting down too. Please be seated. How many of you came to Jesus after high school, stand up, please. What does that tell you about what we're doing? Wow. Please be seated. The second participation project is this. I want you to say, when I count to three, the place where you got saved.
It could be a church. Name the church. It could be on a high school campus. It could be anywhere. Vacation Bible school. So one, two, three. Altaloma Road Baptist Church. How many of you got all that? And I'm going to illustrate this in just a minute. Now on the count of three, I want you to say Jesus three times. Are you ready? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Is that unity? Yeah. That's what matters. Now, I want you to do one other thing to participate. And Will, you're going to have to help me. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. How many of you learned that when you were children? And it's still just as true today. You're my heroes because you're doing it. I read once that only 95% of Christians ever share the gospel to the point that they lead another person to Jesus. So the why we do it is because you as a group and we as an organization have recognized the greatest mission field in America are middle and high schools. Think about it. What you do, it matters because that's where it is. I go to a church on Main Street in my little town. I can see the high school. We have a youth group of 30 or 40 people. Y'all have all said this. Wow, we're doing a great job. But there's 960 kids in my high school, in my town, on Tusculum Boulevard that's just off of Main Street. So why do we do it? Why first priority? To me, we do it right. You do it with absolute excellence. I remember years ago, one of the first priority staff members said to me, I was asked at a conference, why does first priority see so many salvations? And probably you've heard this. The why is because we plan to. Isn't it amazing what happens when you have a plan and you work with the plan? So the why is first priority as an organization recognizes the greatest mission field in America. And you're doing it with excellence. So when I tell you you're my heroes, you truly are. I've met many of you across the year who are old established organizations and what you've done and the way you've done it absolutely amazes me. I come from a denomination 
where church planters are supported in every way. Resources, resources, resources. And you go out and do it all by yourself. I met Deborah years and years ago, Debbie. And I have been amazed at what happens down there. I met J.D. years ago. I met others of you years and years ago. Larry, Jim, so many of you who've just gone out and you've done what Jesus said for you to do. As I thought about this, there's a scripture or two that, that I think matters so much today. And the reason I brought this iPad up here is so that I can read for you from Timothy. I want you to be encouraged by what Paul through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said to young Timothy, you're not going to be encouraged by the first part of these verses, but you will at the end. But know this, hard times will come in the last days. And I'm in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. For people would be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, proud, demeaning, disobedient to parents, ungrateful and unholy, unloving, unreconcilable, slanderers without self-control, brutal, without love for what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. You see that anywhere in our society today? Holding on to a form of godliness but denying its power, Avoid these people. 2 Timothy 3, 13 through 15. Evil people and imposters will become worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continued in what you have learned and firmly believed. You know those who taught you. You remember Timothy's mother and his grandmother taught him. And you know that from infancy you have known the sacred scriptures which are able to give you wisdom for salvation and through faith in Jesus Christ. And then finally, the encouragement. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is inspired by God. It is profitable for teaching for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man, and I'd like to add my translation, so that the man and woman of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Now, I'd like to lighten it up just a little bit. I grew up in Nashville, and oh, by the way, I'm a Tennessean. Larry? Amen. <laughs> But there was a man in my town who formed a little company called Jarman Shoes back in the 1920s. And he made Jarman Shoes. Then he bought a number of companies, and they became an international company. And they decided they wanted to expand their markets. I am told 
During the 20s and 30s when that company was growing, it's called Genesco, that they hired a man to go to Africa to sell shoes. That man sent a telegram, and oh, by the way, it was on board ship, and he sent a telegram. He'd been over there about a week. He said, hey, I need you to send me my passage back home. Nobody over here wears shoes. So the man went home. They sent the next guy over there. He'd been there just a few days, and he said, hey, in his telegram, send me a boatload of shoes because nobody over here wears shoes. Folks, people need the Lord. Will Chair go? Yes, sir. As we stated before, it is always good to hear from our leadership and from our board to hear their hearts for the ministry, the hearts from the people in the room. And uh, yeah, it was good. Anything from Carrie or Mike that just stuck out for you? Well, both Carrie and Mike. um, I think Carrie really did steal some of Mike's thunder as as Mike said uh, when he started, uh, because Mike had come up to me beforehand with tears in his eyes, just talking about how we as the first priority team really are heroes of his, that what we get to do every day, waking up, taking the hope of Christ to every student is truly his heartbeat. It's his passion. I had the privilege of having a meal with him while we were at the conference. Mm-hmm. And and it's just talking about lost kids. He's also associated, Mike, associated with the Tennessee Baptist Children's Home. Yeah. So foster care, foster kids, yeah. um, those who are lost and broken are his passion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what he wants to help be a part of. and. Yeah, Kerry said that, um, you know, we are his heroes. He was intimidated by us. Um, and it's just on a level, a little bit weird to think about, you know. Again, they're just people, right? But they have the capacity to be able to donate some money and give leadership. I think one of the things I came, I always walk out of our board meetings impressed with how smart these dudes are. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not sitting in the position they're sitting in because their dad gave them money or they inherited anything. They're sitting in the position because they're super smart dudes. Yeah, they didn't get lucky. No, there's no yeah. luck sitting around the table at all. There are a lot of hardworking, super smart, very humble and passionate people of, who follow Jesus, just hopefully like you and I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, yeah, just super impressed with them. Yeah, Mike Mike was what I expected if I'm mm-hmm. genuine, just knowing mm-hmm. Mike as long as you and I. So mm-hmm. those who are new to it, that's what you saw is what you get every time you're with him. Yeah. That wasn't a show for the three days we were together. Mm-hmm. Literally, when you're with Mike, yep. he's willing to ask you hard questions. He is. And smile all the way through it. He is. Right? And his childlike faith. Mm-hmm. It's the thing Jesus loves me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And let's not make this complicated. Yeah. That, that On the carry side, it has been interesting to watch, as you said so well, Carrie bring some of his leadership skill from mm-hmm. the business world mm-hmm. into, again, as you said so well, leading the group of people that we submit to yeah. organizationally. Yeah. Um, the longer I've known Carrie, the more graciously he has held things mm-hmm. and the less squeeze he has put on things. It's, hey, this is who we are. This is what I think God's doing. And yep. Shall we carry on? Yep, we sure yeah, should. Okay, right. well then I'm in. Yep. Right, that's about all you need to hear from Carrie and mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was just impressed too by his just solitude and, and simpleness of let's go. Yep, it's good stuff.
It is. And I, it, yeah, I'm excited to listen to next week as well when we get to hear from Leon and from Kevin. Oh, that's right. We got more next week, don't we? We got more next week. We divided this one in half, so we give you 20-minute uh, chunk today, and uh, we'll do another 20-minute chunk next week. Uh, you'll hear from Leon Drennan, um, yeah, who was in the healthcare field, ran a rather large company there. Huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, his knowledge of scripture is phenomenal. Yeah. He's just quoting the Bible and Bible stories <laughs> The whole time, yep. uh, just like he read it all three minutes before he got up there. Yep. Um, and then Kevin Cobb, too, an athlete and just passionate about reaching students because that's his story. You're going to hear his story next week. So it's good stuff. Yeah, and I would say this as we close. If you've got a you're out there and you're listening, you've got a board member, you've got an overseer, you've got mm -hmm. somebody that you're like, gosh, I've got a story that needs to be told, too. We do want to hear those. Yeah. Uh, we want to use those as part of the podcast. So as you are thinking about those who serve you mm -hmm. um, and cover you mm -hmm. in your local community, yeah. I want to encourage you to you know reach out to Brad or I, email, text, pigeon, whatever you need to do, reach out to us, right? Yep. Um, and just find a way to let us know who that is and that we need to get get them either get on story. the yeah get their story mm -hmm. or get them on the podcast. Cause yeah. Um, the layers of community leaders that are leading this thing, mm -hmm. right, that are overseeing us is, is pretty incredible. It is very incredible. Um, I've got a lot of smart people leading local boards as well. Okay. So it's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, uh, thanks for listening this week. Thanks for, um, yeah, being interested in the relationships of First Party of America and continuing to hear this story. Hope it's beneficial to you. And if it is, I would love a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choice so those platforms continue to get the word out and share this with other people who are interested in First Priority. Agreed. Cool. Until next week. See thanks you for soon. listening. Absolutely. <laughs>